this show is a little off the beaten track, and it may be unexpected and surprising. So, taste it and enjoy. We've had the opportunity to meet and work with a lot of wonderful people. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. It was all started by a mouse. Oh, boy. Here we go. Are you kidding me? Out of the gate? This is not happening. By the way, what title would you like? Mary Poppins, practically perfect in every way. I ain't like a pig. You are a pig. Oh. I almost forgot. That's why they call me Thumper. You're listening to the Magic on a Dollar podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Magic on a Dollar podcast. My name is David Dollar. Thank you for joining us once again here on episode number 97. That's right, you've had two episodes this week because we had to get 95 and 96 out kind of close to each other. That was last week when we talked about the taste of Walt Disney World with my friend Terry Weaver. Uh, Great episodes. If you have not listened to that, I would suggest eating lunch first, then going and listening to those shows because they will make you hungry, as we basically covered just about every food item in Walt Disney World. It's amazing. Uh, this week, however, something a little different. we got my friend Hi-Ho Sarah coming on in just a minute. We're going to talk about drinking in Walt Disney World, but neither one of us drink. And so those people who are out there that don't drink, that want to have a good time with their friends and, and go party but not imbibe, this show is for you. we got a lot of suggestions for you, a lot of things you can get, a lot of tasty drinks you can get, some light, some heavy, some fruity, some milky. We'll get to all that in a few minutes. Of course, this is episode number 97, and um, I will tell you that 100 is approaching very fast. It's coming on up in a few weeks. I don't really have anything planned for 100, nothing big and special, but I do want to tell you that episode 101, things are going to be different. We're going to do something completely different with the Magic on a Dollar podcast, and i got to tell you, thank you for listening. I know we've had a lot of people listen to, to all 100 episodes. I know people that have told me they've gone back and listened to previous episodes, and the whole thing, uh, which I will tell you, too, that um, episode number uh, 1, 2, 10, something like that, not uh, not the best episodes out there. They're a little rough, as any podcast would be when it starts. But I think we found we hit our groove somewhere around the middle, and I think we're do, we're putting out a great show. But got some great stuff coming up, and I will announce that at the end of the show. I'll kind of give a teaser on that to what's coming uh, in episode one hundred one. But we're gonna go to my friend Hi Ho Sarah. We talk all about non-alcoholic drinking around Walt Disney World, and uh, we'll get to that right now. I'll see you on the other side. And here we are with one of my favorite guests to have on, my good friend Hi-Ho Sarah. And that's Hi-Ho, of course, being Snow White, not uh, not a travel agent of ill repute, but that is Sarah. How are you doing, Sarah? I'm good. How are you? Doing wonderful. Doing wonderful. Of course, you're down there in Florida, close to Disney World, and I know you're just itching for the parks to open. Oh, All are. So much. So it's, it's funny because... Um, I told everybody when they, they came out with those Florida regulations a couple of days ago, and it mm-hmm. was like, you know, these are the, gu- the long list of guidelines, and bloggers went nuts, and people were like, oh my gosh, all the stuff Disney's going to have to do, and there's some other Disney podcasts that I listen to and that I like that had episodes dedicated to that whole list of guidelines and all the things, and I'm like, just wait until Disney says something, whatever, and of course, yesterday morning, they Florida said, you know what, Disney, you guys decide when you open, you do your own thing, you, you just tell us what you're going to do. Told you. <laughs> so, yeah. so we're just waiting here. I have the optimism that I think they're going to open by the 1st of June because now they're, they're going week by week now instead of month by month. Yeah, I so, hope so. We yeah. have a trip. Our trip that was originally scheduled for us to hang out right. on spring right. break has uh-huh. been moved to Father's Day. Right. So we've got all of our fingers and toes crossed and we're, we're doing a cabin at Fort Wilderness. So we're like, even if things are only like 10% open, if we can get into that <laughs> yes. cabin, we are yep. out of here. <laughs> yep. 
we have a cabin at Fort Wilderness, which I'm really excited. I haven't stayed there yet. We had one no for March. Way. I'm so excited. And then we had one for May. And of course, the May trip got canceled. Now we have one for June. And we're just like, ugh. Uh, and so Father's Day is what? Is it later that? It's late this year. That's why. Oh, I'm okay. Gotcha. Oh, gotcha. My, my, my trip's the first weekend. Uh, the first week. I know. I'm probably going to miss the it moving. So you're just going to have to drive down. Yeah. Or run down. You're a good runner. You can make I'm it. a good runner. I've done it you before. You can do it. I think I am going to sign up for the, uh, the, the Port Orleans beignet run if they're doing it if they're doing it i'm hoping they just automatically start doing all these things again and <laughs> i hope so they're weird, typically but... pretty small mm-hmm. um uh, the one that i did the resort run that i did there was like six runners and That's so awesome. it could potentially still fit into guidelines if they're in different phases of you know right. 10 people or less or whatever they want to do it could still work. Now, so are you I doing the virtual run? Are you going to do that for the summer? The I am. Uh, we are all signed up for the virtuals. And then actually I'm hosting kind of an Instagram, mm-hmm. you know, run together things. So for people that are registered with Run Disney and the people that aren't registered with Run Disney that are just going to run for fun. Right. Um, we've got events to sign up and then I'm sending out little gifts to all of those runners. We're going to have giveaways and it's, it's going to be really fun. Wait, you said run for fun. I don't understand that concept. Run for <laughs> Run is that two sentences? Yes, run, run for period fun. for fun, <laughs> comma, and then something I don't understand. Okay, run for fun. Now I went to sign up for it and I waited too yeah. late. It, within three days, it was all gone. All of it was gone. Um, it just yeah, went and that was really, really unexpected. I had not seen that before. Um, and I have always wondered with the virtual races if they sell out, and I'm saying that with my air quotes, if right. they sell out based on actual capacity. Or if they sell out based on a order deadline for the medals that they're It's going gotta to be the medals. It has to be the medals. Because and that's what it's a like, virtual thing. You could have ten virtual, people or three thousand people. A, you know. I've got a feeling that in order for them to pull it off this summer, they had a lot stricter limitations of what mm-hmm. the metal makers can produce. Right. Um, cause I was really surprised. I figured they would just rack it up and get as many people in as they could and then shut it off with enough well, to make the medals. Think but about it too. Out. All these people who who were doing these runs, a lot of them got refunds. And so now they've got $500 sitting in their pocket mm-hmm. or $300 or $200 or whatever. And they're like, Oh, you know what? I can run over the course of the summer, still get some medals for 150 bucks. Let me do it. I mean, just, you know, so there's, I mean, technically quote unquote saving money, uh, you know, cause maybe they can't go in the fall or they can't go next year right. or whatever. This is their one time. So you got all these people and what else are they going to do? Let's just, let's just it, run it. It shows Disney. that people are itching for their run Disney yes. fix and, yes. and they they'll do anything these days. It was pretty funny. The registration opened the, the day that most people that got stimulus checks, most of those were received. Right. <laughs> and they were like, is that a coincidence? <laughs> Disney's like, pro- yeah, probably set that up perfectly. I haven't got my stimulus check yet. We're still waiting for that. And, and, ah. Uh, you know, so we'll get there. So what have you guys, I know you and the girls and, and the hubs, what have you guys been doing for fun Disney wise around the house? Like staying locked in, keeping the We're magic alive. What are you guys doing? My five-year-old is actually really sensitive mm-hmm. um, about missing Disney. Like I, to the point of tears, like she all of us. I miss <laughs> Disney World and I'm like, honey, I do too. Mm-hmm. So I've been trying to kind of lay off because like I did something ah, the other gotcha. day where the Carousel of Progress song started playing and she just lost it. Like she just was so sad. And I'm like, you know, maybe we can just. She is all of us. 
<laughs> it's, just, she, it's acceptable for her to cry about it because she's a child. And the rest of us who want to cry about it when we hear Disney songs, you're like, that's, I'm an adult. I can't cry about it. But I, I know, to, I know. I just need to cry. I just need to cry. <laughs> my, my kid has been watching, and for anybody listening in the last couple of episodes, you'll hear me talk about this. My kid has been watching Disney World videos on YouTube. Every morning he wakes up, and we have to do virtual school. So we do an hour of school in the morning, and really that's all he can handle. Um, so we do, a vir- do the hour of school, the spelling and the math, whatever, and then after breakfast we do the YouTube stuff. And he spends the first part of the day watching Friendship Boats, Skyways. Modern- he, doesn't, he doesn't even care about that much about the attractions. He wants to watch transportation. He that's will awesome. watch those videos where people will film 20 minutes of a bus ride from Animal Kingdom to Epcot. Or he'll watch the entire skyline from Epcot to Riviera. Or he'll watch the Friendship Boat from, you know, from boardwalk to, to, uh, to Hollywood studios. And well, you'll scan the videos and he'll say, no, thanks. No, thanks. No, thanks. Yes. Like that's the video. Want, and he knows the videos he wants. And he that's just awesome. watches it all morning. He just sits there and shares mesmerized watching, you know, and for, for those out there who think I'm killing my kid with with the screen time, first of all, I am. But secondly, <laughs> you know, we do the biking and stuff in the afternoon. We go out and we do outside stuff later on after I get, try to get my work done, but that's what we've been doing. And we built a, out of boxes around the house, we built a Magic Kingdom around his train and around his monorail. And I had to cut a hole in a box and put it over the monorail. And on a post-it note, write the word contemporary, stick it on the side. And in his little mind, that's contemporary. All of a sudden, he sees the big cream-colored building with the arches and whatever. And I'm like, it's a box that says it's Amazon. fantastic. So we've been doing that. And I feel bad for your girl, though, just crying. That's just so sad. So just crying, I know. But we're, I mean, we're good. And I told her, I was like, as soon as things are okay – we're going to go. Yep. And my four-year-old, I have a five-year-old and a four-year-old and my four-year-old woke up one morning and she says, she goes, I had a dream that the world was healthy again. And we were all at Disney world. Yeah. Somebody on Twitter this morning said they had a dream. They were, they woke up at the Polynesian and he was like, and I wish I was still sleeping right now. (laughs) (laughs) So for those, uh, for the last few episodes, we've been doing the taste of Walt Disney world. My friend Terry Weaver came on, we talked about food and really that's just the whole conversation. Just food all through the parks and all through and every time the episode when the episode ended i was just starving and we talked <laughs> about the drinks as well and some drinks were, were non-alcoholic and some were alcoholic and i thought you know what let me call my friend sarah who doesn't drink and mm-hmm. let's have a conversation about those drinks around the world that you can drink if you don't drink i don't drink i'm not a drinker and i know you're not either and uh it's just you know there are many things in the world that you can take that you can imbibe you can enjoy even when you're with your drinking friends with be it family or whatever um you know my wife will have a margarita every now and then um mm-hmm. you know i i'm with friends and they'll they'll throw back on funded wine and i'm the i'm like the designated walker i have to I'll walk all of them home and um but i i just i, I just don't drink and so I thought it would be a great conversation to have about the drinks you can find and still have a really, really, really good time. And I know we kind of listen to park by park, that kind of thing. So let's just kind of jump around park to park. Um, you know, I've got a, I've got a list of, of several notes here. Uh, and first I'll, I'll jump over to the, uh, to the magic kingdom. And I want to talk to you about the, I don't, maybe you've had this, maybe you haven't the mint julep, uh, the mint julep lemonade slushy. It's at Casey's corner on main street usa it's very fresh very light it's got it's basically lemonade it's got a little mint stuff into it um you know it's you can always get these drinks in little cups with the mickey straws or whatever and it's just really tasty it's one of those very light drinks because while i like heavy drinks i like the blue milk at, at uh, ogas and we'll get to that in a few minutes but you know i love the light stuff that you can just drink and not feel it you know five minutes later yeah that is actually on my list of to try oh I really okay that- have that yet it's good my downfall is i hit main street and i'm like immediately in starbucks 
So <laughs> by the time I got to Casey's Corner, right. I already have a coffee. So. <laughs> well, by the time you get through Starbucks, I will have already gone to Casey's Corner, bought my drink, drank my drink, and be waiting on you on the other side to say, come on, as you're walking out 30 minutes later with a coffee in your hand. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's accurate. That's yeah, accurate. Well, and, and I'm a fan of light drinks like that too, because, mm-hmm. and I used to work at Starbucks, uh, actually at Starbucks. And one of the things I noticed is when you drink, when I drink lemonade or iced coffee or mm-hmm. something afterwards, I didn't feel it. It was fine. You know, if I drink like, you know, a Frappuccino or even a glass of milk or something and I'm working out in the, if I go outside or whatever hot, it's just heavy. And mm-hmm. I'm like, the last thing I need to do is ride Space Mountain with a big thick milkshake and me, yeah. you know, so get those light drinks and everything. So what I'm you, a big, a big light, light drink fan. That's what for you, Magic Kingdom. I do not go to Disney world without getting it at least once is LeFou's brew. LeFou's brew. Yes. It yes. is. Even and that's that's the thing I used to drink alcohol. I don't anymore. And mm-hmm. so even when, you know, it was back in the day, that was still my, my go-to. Well, I guess back in the day, there wasn't a whole lot of alcohol. Right. In Magic Kingdom, right. But uh, LeFou's brew, man. Yeah, it's it got that. It's, it's apple juice. It's frozen mm-hmm. apple juice. A little hint of marshmallow. It's got some mangoey foam. It's a burnt marshmallow yes. foam. On top. Burnt marshmallow is so good. It smells good. I don't, and I don't care for mango that much. And mm-hmm. yet I like the flavor of it because it's not too strong. Uh, and it was, it was basically made in competition for when they announced Butterbeer Universal, which yeah. Butterbeer is phenomenal, by the way. Butterbeer is uh, way better. Oh, uh, so good. Hands so down, good. Butterbeer is way better. I'm not sure there's much of anything we'll talk about in this next hour that doesn't, that, that will beat Butterbeer. But that's the that's universal true. show. <laughs> um, but no, it was it was kind of made in, in in basically in response to that, and so it's not as popular. Um, but it's good. It really is good. Mm-hmm. It's very very good. Very t- very tasty. Very light. It is. So, and that's over in uh, in Fantasyland over Gaston's Tavern. Uh, can you get that anywhere else? Do you know of? I don't there? believe so. I think now, it's just when there. you are at Disneyland mm-hmm. in California Adventure, over and I'm not going to know the right name of the area, but in Cars Land where they have all those little like kiosks, right? Mm-hmm. owns they've got something there that is the same i can't remember what it's called i should have done my research okay but it cool. is there called something else radiator springs okay mm-hmm. um yeah well there's almost like a food truck area but it's not trucks it's the cones yeah. you can get the you know the chili in the cone which oh i can't do that uh you can also do the drinks stuff like that and they're all they all sort of things right and 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 I think I remember that being there. I don't remember what it's called either. It, it may be something as simple as like literally frozen apple juice. Like mm-hmm. it's it's right. there, but well, it's- I'm a big proponent of having exclusive drinks in certain places. Like if you want a LaFouze brew, I should not be able to go to Old Key West at the at the market <laughs> there and get a LaFouze brew. Exactly. It should be there in Fantasyland. Uh, like yeah. I'm, a, I'm I think Dole Whip should be at two places: Polynesian and eventually and that's it don't thank you i don't i don't need to get that the world of disney i you should and not it be doesn't able to get need that, to be you know? a pop century either no it's, not it at no all sense. not at all take that back <laughs> maybe and maybe during this shutdown that's something they'll fix they'll remove the uh uh the the fixtures for uh for for the for the dual whip of pop century let's just hope i it, support yeah, it i support that completely anything else in magic kingdom that's really the one i main one i had written now was the julep you and know and magic through. kingdom really it's not big uh, even for me with like snacks like it's just not my big foodie place i don't well, there's there. not a drinks and there's not a whole lot of exclusive snacks to get at magic kingdom yeah. like you can get popcorn churros and a lot of places mm-hmm. all those snacks at different places and stuff um one thing that they do serve at big top souvenirs and they also serve this over at uh at uh, candy company disney springs is the goofy glacier which i've only That's had a couple times honorable mention very on good. Here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, goofy glacier it's very swirly it's very super sweet and it's just it's it's like a slushy basically the, um, i i have a big love for the goofy glacier the blue one mm-hmm. Um, but I always get it when I'm on the boardwalk. Yes. That's where I'll get them. Okay. 
Did actually and didn't even serve at the boardwalk. Very cool. So good. Yeah. yeah. I love it. So let's hop over to let's hop over to Animal Kingdom. Uh, we'll okay. get to Epcot last because I feel like Epcot's got several. As you Epcot is last on my list too. That's yes. the big one. <laughs> um, Epcot. I'm um, sorry, Animal Kingdom. Uh, the first one off the top of my head is uh, let me find it on my list here. Um, they've uh, got several. Oh, go the ahead. Night Blossom. Yes, that's actually <laughs> what I was about to mention. Uh, Pandora at the Pongo Pongo stand. It's the the mm-hmm. Night Blossom. It's lemonade of oh, limeade with lime apple aid. and dessert pear topped with fruit boba balls. You can request no boba. And boba balls are those tiny little balls that when you bite them, they kind of they kind of burst in your mouth. And, Don't request um, no boba balls. No, you got to get them. The you got to get them. You got to get them. <laughs> <laughs> so, and if you want, you can add some stuff to it, rum or whatever, make it a rum blossom or stuff. But. Mm-hmm. But it's really good. It's very it's so fruity, good. very sweet. Yeah, if you don't like fruit, you're gonna have a real hard time at Disney World getting drinks. So, and yeah, I, that's that's true. Although there are a few on my list, like specifically that I have that are not fruity, mm-hmm. um, because that's my biggest. That was my biggest thing. It was when I quit drinking and I wanted to go out to a bar or go mm-hmm. and do stuff. Every time I go, I'd be like, "Oh, I'd like something non-alcoholic," and I'd get like water strawberry daiquiri or something right. super sweet and super and so i've i've really focused on trying to find drinks that are not your you know fruit juice and fruit juice so right what else do you have grand, do you have anything else for animal kingdom i do have something else for animal kingdom um at nomad lounge mm-hmm. there is an alcoholic drink called the mustang coffee which is like it's hot coffee with like butter and syrup and all that and you can order a virgin option of it right. and they just make it without the booze and it's one of my favorites that sounds really good it's hard to get because it's super hot and 90 percent of the time when i'm at disney world i'm already hot <laughs> um but it is quite good right and so i would highly suggest it that sounds really good you, you said it was the, the mustang coffee mustang coffee okay mustang coffee that sounds delicious and it is alcoholic just order it with no booze and they will accommodate well, if you're over at Harambe Market, which is a great place to go for Animal Kingdom because there's all these different places you can eat. They've got the Frozen Flamingo, mm-hmm. which is a pink drink. It's got strawberry and passion fruit, and it's very fruity, very light. It's almost like a strawberry passion tea kind of sort of drink. Uh, it's good. Uh, again, it's a light drink. It doesn't uh, you know, take very much. And it looks – a lot of these drinks are kind of funny because they look alcoholic-y, but they're not. So it's always funny to see like a five- or six-year-old walking around one of those drinks, and, and you're like, oh, that's not that's – not they're not drinking a margarita. They're yeah. drinking <laughs> – <laughs> they're not drinking a daiquiri. They're drinking a you know a tea or whatever. Um, but the flamingo is really really good too. The night blossom though is probably my favorite animal kingdom because it's so good. Um, mm-hmm. It's just tasty. It's just delicious. Um, Hollywood Studios also has several. And one of the things that I think at Hollywood Studios that I, is a hidden gem, and I actually didn't realize this till last time I went, is when you go to the Primetime Cafe. You can order a vanilla Coke. Now, when you think of vanilla Coke, you think in the can. It's got the little swirl on it. Vanilla. No, 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 no. no, no, no this is no, actual no, no, no. Coke. They <laughs> squirt vanilla in there. They can also do cherry Coke or cherry vanilla Coke. And it's like you're – it is like you're in the 50s lunch counter somewhere where you're squirting you know, ju- uh, juice and stuff into your, into your Cokes. And it's so super good. It's really good. It's really good. I love – and love 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 the the drinks there and then they've got all the milkshakes there too yes. like a lot of people mm-hmm. are like oh the best drink at hollywood studios is the peanut butter and jelly milkshake which i agree is delicious but like that's a meal to me right? not <laughs> yeah well it's it, um, peanut butter, uh, the peanut butter jelly shake too is one of those things where i can drink about half of it before mm-hmm. i get tired of it i can't drink the whole thing it's just too yeah. much my wife and i will split it or if she doesn't want it I, maybe i'll get a, like a small version or whatever throw up half of it away it is one of those it's one of those flavors that like I get tired of after a while. 
Um, my yeah. the best example I have of that is one time I got a went to Subway and I got the seafood sub, the foot long, mm-hmm. and it was really good for the first half of it. Then I was like. I'm just tired of eating this. I'm just, and yeah. it wasn't that I wasn't hungry anymore. It was just like, I'm tired of this taste. Same thing with PBJ. I'm just I'm tired of the taste. Yeah. I'm, now, I'm good with strawberry have, shake. One of the things at Hollywood Studios that I really like that's um, over at Woody's Lunchbox, mm-hmm. they've got this punch. It's called the Mystic Portal Punch. Yes. And you can get it in the like claw alien special glass, um, but it's like Powerade and like a lemon lime, like a seven up or a Sprite. Right. And like a tangerine. Which is, is interesting. It sounds really weird, but it's really good. And it looks cool too, because it's kind of a green color to it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So it looks like you're drinking some sort of alien drink, which is good. Exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. Um, and of course, with the Vanilla Coke at Hollywood Studios, you can go to the TuneIn Lounge, which is right there. So if you don't have a reservation at 50s, the TuneIn Lounge is there too. And you can, you can just get it served there while you're waiting or just walk that. in and grab a drink real quick. Um, they, they can make them for you right there at the bar. The TuneIn Lounge is a I bar. I didn't know that. Yes. So next time, hop right on in there. Uh, yeah, I know. And of course, they do. Like you said, they do have milkshakes there. They have milkshakes over at the uh, 50s Prime Time. I'm not the uh, the Sci-Fi Cafe, and like I don't, I don't like those milkshakes they serve Disney and other places too, where you've got like the cupcake on the top and the candy bar. There's the gummy bears and there's the Uh the shrimp hors d'oeuvre on the side, and you've got a big piece of jerky sticking out. It's just, it's too. I don't need that. Mm -hmm. I want a milkshake I can hold in my hand. That doesn't drip all over my hands because I wanted if I wanted it dripping, I would get an ice cream cone. Yeah, I just want a milkshake in the cup. I don't need it flopping all over my plate and stuff like that. And so, give me a vanilla milkshake, a strawberry shake is fine. You know, a butterscotch shake is good. You know, so I'm not even one to really ask about what's the best milkshake to get because I have no idea. Because I'm always like, can I just get a strawberry shake? That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, do you want everything on it? No, just. Just a little bit of whipped on top. The milk in the shake. Keep That's the cupcake. <laughs> keep the cookie. Keep the jerky. Keep the shrimp. Keep the the kale. Keep the parsley. All of that off stuff off the top. I'm I'm good with all of that. So anything else in Hollywood Studios? Yes, we cannot finish Hollywood Studios without talking about Ogas. Yes, Ogas Cantina. That was the best thing that happened when they opened up that bar because they have a laundry list of non-alcoholic drinks, and I've tried them all. My favorite, hands down, is the Black Spire Brew, which mm-hmm. is the weirdest thing you'll ever hear because it's a coffee. It's a cold brew coffee drink that has honey and passion fruit in it and like a citrus. And I actually tried it when I was at Disneyland and a friend of mine is the manager at Oga's over there and he's like, brings, up, brings them all out and he was like, okay, here you go. He goes, I need you to take a sip. Don't give me your reaction and then take another sip and then tell me what you think. And I was yes. Like, All right. And sure enough, he was right. That first sip, I was like, "This is the weirdest thing I've ever drank." And then the second sip, I was like, "I'm gonna need another one." <laughs> it's very good. I love it. It is good. They've got well, they've got the the Black Spire Brew. They've got the Terran Tea, which is the good, mm-hmm. like unsweetened tea with peach and huckleberry and mint. I'm not a big peach tea person, so somebody may into, be into that. I'm not the Mugen Tea, which is the same. It's got milk and vanilla and cinnamon all in your tea, and I haven't tried that. That just sounds kind of odd. Yeah. Um, I am a fan, however, of the Blue Bantha. I love the Blue Bantha because I love the blue milk, and it's really just blue milk. And it's served it, – the menu says served chilled with Bantha-inspired vanilla butter sugar cookie. Now, the, the blue Bantha, so good. <laughs> the Blue Bantha itself, as you go outside, is like $7. Yeah. So basically, in the, um, the blue milk is $7. The Blue Bantha is 13 So you're paying $6 for that cookie because you're drinking in Ogut's Cantina. Sometimes the cookie is good. Other times it's a little hard for my tastes. Um, but I do it anyway. I get it every time I go in. It's just so delicious. I have not had the blue milk from the stand. Mm-hmm. I have only had it in Oga's, but I hear that it's 
a different consistency in ogas and that the blue milk outside is more, it's warmer, it's thinner, it's different, a little like the flavor is still the same. It just has a different consistency, but I can't speak to it because I haven't tried it outside yet. Is there any truth to that? You know, I don't know. I honestly okay. don't know. I can't tell you. And now that I'm going to have to try that and try it, maybe I'll take one in and drink the other and whatever. Because mm-hmm. I love the blue milk. I'm not a fan of the green milk. It's just, it's not my, my thing. I don't like mango. It's got a mango flavor to it. Not a fan. Um, but I love the blue milk. Um, also at Ogos, and I'll just run through this real quick. You got the Blurg Fire, which is lemonade, pomegranate, habanero lime, which sounds a little too much for me. Hyperdrive, which is Powerade, ju- cranberry juice, black cherry, and Sprite. You got the Kulif Dweller, which is juice, coconut, hibiscus, uh, ginger ale served in a pork mug, which is $35. So if you want the mug, awesome. If not, yeah, it's a lot to pay for that. The Carbon <laughs> Freeze is the lemon lime, wild strawberry, blueberry, and green apple popping pearls, which is like the boba pearls. Mm-hmm. And the Java Juice, which is the pineapple, kiwi, cantaloupe, and blueberry popping pearls as well. Um, uh, the bobas as well. And if you're going to get that, you're going to have to get the snacks, which I am a huge fan of the, oh, where is it? Where is it? Is Whatever it the Jell-O the, one? Yeah, that little Petri dish Jell-O thing. I like the Jell-O. With the, uh, with the fizzies on top is just mm. fantastic. Uh, the Pop Rock. That would make me super sad if they got rid of it. Well, I mean, they've got the Batu Bits and the Habero Sampler, but I don't see anything else on I, the You may menu. have to be on breakfast. Okay, let me look on breakfast because I've gotten it. I've never been there for breakfast. I've always gotten it in the afternoon, in the evening. Oh. But let me look for breakfast at the menu real quick. Um, I think the coffee, the coffee in California is only on breakfast. The Blacksberry mm-hmm. Brew in Florida, it's all day. Yeah, I don't see it listed. So I'm gonna hope that Disney's just updated your menu. Yeah, to the website right exactly, now. exactly. It's this <laughs> Jello stuff. It's basically like gelatin with Pop Rocks on top, and it's like $8. So basically, I walk out of Ogus having spent $23, including tip, with a blue bantha and a cookie cookie and a (laughs) jello. And it's so good. I don't care. I'm like, that's the best $23 I ever wasted on on anything. It's just, it's it's delicious. I love it. It's delicious. Now, let's walk over to Epcot, because Epcot is a, a, a whole plethora. Of drinks because you of course you got food and wine uh you got the flower and garden you've got the international festival of arts I've got, you got all that on my epcot list my favorite drink from each festival awesome okay and my favorite drink in epcot let's talk about your drinks because i you right. probably have a lot of the same that i have so for food and wine the best thing this last year was the kombucha flight okay I'm a really big fan of kombucha. I know that a lot of people aren't. And I also know it's got to put an asterisk next to it because it's got like 0.00000 something of alcohol in it. Right. So, you know, got to throw that one out there. You don't have to be 21 to buy it. It's not an alcoholic drink, but it's like fermented. Mm -hmm. Um, But I love kombucha. I probably drink kombucha every day. And I loved the flight. I got it like six times during food and wine last year. <laughs> so kombucha, what is, kombucha flight? Is that like the four or five cups of different kombuchas or it what is, is it's, that? It's three different, three different ones. I can't remember which ones they had, but they're all relatively, I mean, it's fermented tea. And so you get the fruit flavors and it's kind of sweet and it's kind of bubbly. Like it's not like a soda carbonated, but mm-hmm. there's a little bit of a bubble there. Um, the flavors are always good. It's a low calorie drink too. And so it's not like you're drinking 150 calories worth of pineapple juice when you're trying it. Right. Um, but I really, I love, I think kombucha is fresh and it's clean and it's, it's so good. And the flight this year was awesome. Not a fan of kombucha. So I'm going to let yeah. you have that one. <laughs> where, where would you get that people from? Aren't. Where's the flight from? Um, oh gosh, I should have written that down. It's over in like the world eats area uh-huh. where they got that kind of by where like the barbecue places and all the, those. And it's right. 
Well, they, they have like the little like the little group of of stands yeah, right there. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah. Not dedicated to one country. They're just all together. Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. Very cool. So that one's awesome. Now, when we do the art festival, this one was the Instagram drink of the festival that mm -hmm. really everybody's like, oh, it's only good for your Instagram picture. But it was the rain boba, rain where boba, it was okay. a a thin, like a thin glass just with like soda water in it with fruit boba and then this like fruity foam cloud on it. I really liked it because I thought it was light and refreshing and most people were like, okay, I took my Instagram picture and I'm done. But I really liked it. I was a fan. And then you cannot go to the garden festival without a violet lemonade. I was actually just looking that up right now, the violet <laughs> lemonade. That is my wife's favorite. Oh, uh, it is so good. The story behind that is we went to, uh, for us, we went, I was, she asked me to get her something to drink. She had the kid and we were going to meet some friends of ours. And, and she was like, well, I'm thirsty. She said, why don't you go get us something to drink? You know what I like to grab me something. So mm -hmm. I went in line and I'm looking at the menu. And I'm like, violet lemonade. Let me, let me try that. I'll get that. And I got me something else. And, and I brought it back to her and she tried it. And she was like, this looks a little, a little strange. She tried it. She loved it. She finished it in 15 minutes. She was like, would you mind maybe going to get another one? Yeah. If you don't mind. <laughs> so, it's so and, good. And it's yeah. like a sweet tart. It mm -hmm. is like, it is the best, and especially yes. on a really hot day. Oh my goodness. It's so good. Yes. It's delicious. It's, it's, and it's just, it's, it's very, you're right. It's very Instagram worthy looking. It's just very, I'm trying to think of what's it. It's lemonade. And then what else is in this thing? Basically it's okay. So it's gorgeous with an edible violet right on top and the flower. Yeah. The flower is edible on top. It's purple. It's served with like this lemonade topping and everything. And it's just, it's really good. It's allergy friendly. Uh, now, Sarah, do you have any allergies? Do you have anything you have to look out for? Nope. Okay. Uh, myself, I'm same way. And so, but we do try to do, especially for our kid, our kid is kind of like casein free, gluten free, whatever. And I think he can probably drink some of the violet lemonade. Mm -hmm. um, so he has that sometimes, but it's, <clears throat> it's really, really good. And that was one of her, my wife's, most disappointing moments was knowing we weren't going to be there for food or for flower and garden. Yeah. Knowing she wouldn't get a violet lemonade. She was, it's, sad it's a that. sore subject in this yeah. house. Like <laughs> so, I'm, I'm pretty upset. About especially it. with your daughter. Well, she's crying about carousel of progress. And you're like, I don't get a violet lemonade either. I need a violet lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the one I had written down for Epcot that I really like is the, the aqua fresca. It's over mm -hmm. in uh, Vianopoli in Italy. And it's basically, again, it's a light, fresca is what it is it's just yeah. real simple it's real easy and it's just good um you know and it's really it's strawberry aqua fresca and it's got a strawberry flavor to it obviously and and it's good with pizza it really is because it kind of to me it kind of counters that heavy pizza flavor which i don't do vianopoli mm -hmm. for lunch i can't because it's too heavy it's for me too much uh plus i've eaten that i've eaten the little 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 uh puffy balls with the chocolate whipped cream on top whatever those are called uh zapoli i think is what they're called and mm -hmm. i've eaten all those so i walk out of there just like oh so give me something to kind of counter that and a fresco is perfect because it yeah. kind of subsides some of that and now there's another one that you might want to try that i stumbled upon over at spice road table in mm -hmm. morocco okay. they have an iced mint tea i need to buy gallons of that like i it is it's my favorite it is super refreshing it's super super good i really wish i could walk in with like a vat and be like please fill <laughs> this so i can drink it while i'm just at Epcot during the day. Like I'll get one and it's going to be gone in 30 seconds. Like that's, I just, Oh, they're so good. So, so, so good. That's really good. Of course, Joffrey's coffee. I love Joffrey's oh, yeah. coffee. I feel like the Epcot Joffrey's is the best Joffrey's. I don't know why. Maybe it's just because 
Okay, so I'm an iced coffee fan. I'm not a, I'm not a hot yeah. coffee drinker. I drink iced coffee with a little bit of vanilla, a little flavoring, some cream. And the best Joffrey, Joffrey's coffee I ever had was last September, walking out of Epcot. Uh, my friend Joey and I had just done the, 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 the challenge. We actually had accomplished, I think, 47 of 48 attractions. We missed one of them. Um, and we were, we were exhausted. We were tired and we were like, let's get something to drink. And for whatever reason that Joffrey's was the best coffee I ever had. I waited in line for another few minutes to go back to him and be like, I don't want to order anything else, but this is the best coffee I've ever had. You guys are, <laughs> you guys are, you guys are awesome. I love so, Joffrey's. Well, and they've I got do. free Joffrey's in during the festival demonstrations during the, uh, the mm-hmm. food and wine festival. And so you can definitely go there for that. Um, and they did during the art festival, they did these donut and coffee pairings at Joffrey's. Ooh, that sounds good. Um, which I was super excited about until I realized that it's a donut paired with like a frappuccino. Right. And it was just like, I can do one. <laughs> I can do one <laughs> or the other. Don't give me both. I can't, I can't, I will take this donut and have a bite and drink some of this coffee, but that's going to be it for me. Like it was just too much sugar. Now I do want to throw, I know that all of the Disney executives are listening to this. Of and course they're taking they are. All of our suggestions. Hey Bob's, how are you guys doing? Hey yeah. Bob's, I've got mm-hmm. something that I need to discuss with you. So yeah. before I quit drinking alcohol, one of my favorite things to do is go to La Cava in Epcot in mm-hmm. Mexico, yep. which is the margarita place. And I like your true classic millennial am obsessed with avocados and they have an avocado margarita. It was one of my favorite drinks ever hands down in the history of the world. And so I went back to La Cava with my husband and we had our kids and we're like, Oh, we'll just go. And I'm like, I'll see if they can just make me one, you know, a virgin, you know, there's gotta be a way. There's gotta be a way. So we get there and the only non-alcoholic drink that you can get at La Cava is water. That's it. That everything is pre-made, everything which is nothing's wrong with it being pre-made. You know, it's delicious, right, but there is no option for anything non-alcoholic unless That's you just want some water. Well, and I guess it's just it really bummed me out. I guess it's just <laughs> such a such a known margarita place. They're like, we're not going to bother with anything. Now I don't exactly. know what that margarita tastes like if they just left the, the, the alcohol out of it. I have no idea. Um, and that's, I was thinking in my head, it could still be okay, decent, right? You know, right. like, let's I mean, just, try this, but you know, maybe the same drink. I'll pay the same price. Just yeah. don't put the alcohol in it. And, and I now guess it's, it's just all, a, all pre-made. He's like, I literally have no way to make it without alcohol. And I was like, that stinks. And well, my, I'm guessing I hope the mix they have probably has alcohol. In it's it. the mix. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, and I hope yeah. eventually they kind of pick up because the mocktail thing, it's, it's a big deal. It's yeah. getting bigger. So I'm hoping eventually La Cava jumps on the train and at least gives me like, just a regular virgin margarita. Mm-hmm. Cause we did, I got a virgin margarita at Paradiso 37 in Disney Springs. And I think that was one of the best margaritas I've ever had. Like right. it was delicious. So I know that it can be done. La Cava needs to do it. <laughs> I, f- I figure La Cava should because they're so popular. Everybody yeah. loves them. And that's also an experience you can give to people who don't want to drink. Like I don't even get in line there for that because there's nothing there for me. But if exactly. I knew they had the virgin, ver- virgin versions of some of their drinks, hang with the boys as we're all getting margaritas and you know fogaritas or whatever they're called i don't know yeah well um, and we never we haven't been back like that was a must stop every time we would be in epcot and then we found out there's nothing we just i'll get in touch with the bobs i'll call the bobs tomorrow call the bobs for yeah, me please the bobs yeah please. so um <laughs> there also is there also is the the light lab that happens every year at the food and wine festival and the 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 all the festivals and stuff and it's basically you go in there and they have all kinds of black lights going and music mm-hmm. and it's fun whatever i'm not a fan of the place and i feel like the drinks there are not very good i don't know if you've ever been there 
they have um, some, I think they have one called the phosphorant freeze mm -hmm. and it's basically like sugar water is basically what it is. Yeah. It's just not very good. It looks cool. It it's, looks really it's all cool. all for the gram. It's just not cool. It doesn't taste cool. And I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't get it. I wouldn't get in line for it. Um, if you're listening, I would probably just avoid that completely. The lab is cool. Yeah. I'm walking, you can walk in and look around and stuff, but I don't know that I would do that because I, a friend of mine tried it. It's in there. Good. So that's, yeah. you need to get in the AC. Yes, not that bad, helps. Not a bad stop. Although but. I don't know if the light lab will even exist now because they're doing so many different things with that pavilion and such. And so. But you know, also I, speaking of food and wine, yes. over I just remembered how delicious this was. Over in the apple orchard, there was a frozen apple pie. At the that Simmering Sips Mimosa Bar. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I actually just saw that online. Frozen apple pie hand-topped with a helping of apple chunks, pie crumbs, and cinnamon. You had me at pie crumbs. You put pie crumbs on anything. And I oh, mean, it, it was delicious. I had, I think, two of them in like a, a single day. And I know this sounds <laughs> like a lot for a drink, but really these drinks run between 3 and $4, so they're not that expensive when it comes to mm -hmm. Disney. So you can knock out two of them for 10 it's not bucks that bad. And, you know, <clears throat> and have a good time with it. Mm -hmm. And they've also got, and I actually didn't know this, I just discovered this. They have a pancake milkshake at Test Track. It's an Instagrammable vanilla milkshake with, with pancake-flavored toppings and sprinkles and whipped cream, and it looks, it looks delicious. I, I think I would try it. That actually sounds, to, gonna, that, is that a festival offering? Or is that, that looks like it. Well, it says Test Track over there at the, the little food stand there at Test Track, so I'm wondering if that huh. looks like something all, all the time. That looks like something that I would be into, like the PB&J shake, where I would drink about half of it, and then I'm like, I'm done. I yeah, like, let's I'm, get a group. We get yes, one. We all taste it and it's, move on. It's 94 degrees out here. We're about to walk to the, to the frozen pavilion, and I can't drink the rest of this. Um, yeah. At the Almond Orchard, they've also got the Almond Breeze Strawberry Smoothie, which I love me a good strawberry smoothie, and that's on the food and wine uh, vegetable. My kids uh, love that thing. one, too. Uh, the Mango Bubble Tea, which my wife loves, over at the China Pavilion, so that's, that's mm -hmm. there. And the Moss and they always have bubble tea. Yeah, they do. They do. And that's always a good choice. Uh, and then the Mango Lassi at the Indian Pavilion, whenever they do India, whenever at, the, at, the, at the, some of the festivals and stuff. Um, so you can get some of that there. And um, so that's kind of your Epcot stuff there. Good. Yeah. What about the resorts or Disney Springs? Well, and that's kind of, I, <laughs> I haven't checked this out yet. Okay. But one of my favorite beverages that I did not mention when we discussed Epcot, because Cool Zone is no longer a thing. Right. I love Beverly. You do not. I do. Oh, you're one of those. I people. love it. We're breaking up, Sarah. Oh, well, that's our show. And thanks to Sarah. And we're going <laughs> to. I have heard it is available at the Coca-Cola store at Disney Springs, but I have not gone to verify that fact myself. You know what? Now that I think about it, I think it is. I've been there a couple of times. Okay. Um, the Coca-Cola store is also a hidden gem for people. People don't really know is. that on the top floor of Coke, they have an entire Coke bar up there. Alcoholic drinks, non-alcoholic drinks. For 15 bucks, you can get a Coke flight. And what that is, basically, it's eight versions of a Coke-flavored product. You've got Grapeco, you've got the Mug Root Beer, you've got Coke, you've, or Bark Root Beer, Coke, uh, Cherry Coke, Vanilla Coke, all the way across. Everyone has a scoop of ice cream in it family of four if you got you know you and your girls and, and your husband could 15 bucks all of you could be satisfied with that i yeah. myself and a friend of mine actually each each of us got one a piece to try everything 
Uh, I, I almost finished it. I couldn't quite finish the whole thing. <laughs> it's a lot of food. It's not very expensive, and it's a it's wonderful. It's so That's good. Um, cool. They've got shakes up there. They've got Coke floats up there. And you know, if you're into that, if you want to get some bourbon or some Jack or whatever, you can. But uh, they've got a lot of non alcoholic drinks at the Coke store. So, um, and I think they do have Beverly now that I think about it. I, and that's, that was on my list of things for us to go and do over spring break, but yeah, we didn't get to do it. So it's still on my to-do list, but I've got to get some Beverly. I just, I gotta. Yeah. Well, I would think their club cool was pretty popular and I don't know that, the, I mean, the way they had it set up originally, it was kind of not very guest friendly the way it was kind of laid mm. out. It was kind of hard to get it into or whatever. Sticky. sticky and gross. And you know, that's, that's yeah. Corona laden stickiness all over, whatever, <laughs> but like, I'm wondering if they're going to redo. I, f- I feel like they should redo the, um, yeah. the Coke float where that Coke area. They should redo that with all the new Cokes and stuff like that. And, and I feel like they could lay it out better. They could have a, now that they know it's so popular, people love it. I, I don't know what they're going to do, honestly, up there. Um, right. My prediction has been that Epcot will not open this summer. I predicting that at least future world, if not the whole thing will stay shut down so they can fix the darn thing and finish it before, yeah. you know, before food and wine, or at least get it to a reasonable facsimile of working because I haven't been since they started construction but I've heard there are walls up everywhere in future world. We'll have to see what happens. We will have to see what happens. All right. So what are your two or three favorites out of all these you've talked about? Your two or three must haves, no matter your trip, all the parks are open. You're going down there. You have a couple of days, you know, you're going to have access to any one of these, but you decided you're only going to drink maybe two or three of these the entire trip for whatever reason, you know, what what are you going after? Yep. I got to get a night blossom. Okay. I love the night blossom. And then if I'm in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and I've got a reservation at Oga's, then it's the Black Spire Brew is one of my favorite things ever. I'm just not the biggest Star Wars fan, so I'm never really there. You're kind of in and out. Give me my Black Spire, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. So that's one of my very, very, very favorites um, that I do. I just think that Night Blossom is just... It's like my must, like we walk into Animal Kingdom and it's like the first place we go. We go to get, you know, our fast pass set up for me to ride my Navi River journey and I get my night blossom and I'm good. Good. For me, it's the blue milk every time. Got to have some blue milk. Uh, I'm just addicted to it. I just, like I crave it now. Like I would like a blue milk. <laughs> it's not even all that good. It's just, it's, there's just something about it that's just so appealing to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, the vanilla Coke from, from Hollywood Studios over at yeah. Tune Up Lounge. I love the vanilla Coke. I love the flavor. It makes me think when I was a kid, uh, well, when I was a kid, they had a drugstore and this is back in the eighties. They had a drugstore that would serve up vintage cherry Cokes and do the, the, the the flavor pumps and everything and then mm-hmm. in college i worked at a radio station and during some of the longer segments i would walk across the street to the local drugstore where they would make up handmade egg sandwiches and do cherry cokes like drugstore style pump the cherry in the in the coke kind of thing and that's what it makes me think of it is vintage cherry coke. and you don't find that very often anymore. you really don't um, and it's so good so so you really good. don't so. do you know one thing though i did want to mention yes honorable mention for you cruisers the last time I was on a Disney cruise, I was with my mom and we went to the champagne bar because she wanted to sit at the champagne bar and they actually had non-alcoholic champagne and it was nice. Pretty much like bubbling grape juice. No, but it was, it was good. And I, I appreciated the fact that it was there because it wasn't, you know, a few years before. So. And it's only $74. No, it's, only, it's in the cruise. So, very, very cool. Anything else to throw in there that we, that we didn't talk about? I think we covered a lot. You know, as soon as we like hang up, I'm going to remember something massive. <laughs> You'll send me a message. I forgot to talk about this, 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 <laughs> this. <laughs> now, if we were going to do it, we could also do a coffee. I tried to stay away from the coffee, mm-hmm. 
but we could do a whole, I could go on for days about all the coffee options at the different resorts. What is your, what's your favorite coffee option? I say coffee option. That's kind uh, right of an odd now, thing to there's say, a little favorite coffee. There's a little coffee spot at the New Riviera Resort, and I don't have it written down in front of me, but they have this like honey, mm-hmm. cold brew, something or other that is just phenomenal. You're big on honey and coffee, I can tell. So yeah, for sure. Yeah, for interesting. Sure. Very cool, Sarah. This has been wonderful. Where can we find you online if people want to come hunt you up? You can find me. I live on Instagram. I'm on all the other stuff, but really Instagram's kind of my jam and it's hi ho Sarah. H E I G H H O. As in hi ho, hi ho. It's off to it's off to drink non-alcoholic beverages we go. (laughs) Very cool. Of course, Sarah is uh, the owner of Park and Press and Travel, big on Run Disney as well. And so of course you know that I'm a travel agent, so it's not gonna hurt my feelings if good either one of us because we're both awesome people. We are amazing. We are amazing. We really, really are amazing. Sarah, this is wonderful. I love talking to you, love having you on. And uh, you be safe, and we'll see you very soon. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you so much to Hi Ho Sarah Bergman. She is on Instagram, and she is an Instagrammer to the extreme. All kinds of Disney stuff. She's a run Disney girl. Uh, we did Zoom video as we recorded that in the background. All her medals are piled up there. She's one of my favorite people. She's amazing. She's beautiful. She's awesome. Uh, love Sarah. Park and Preston is her travel agency. And, of course, I work for Upon a Star Travel. And uh, I'm a travel agent as well. And I'm lo- be happy to help you with all your travel agent needs when you're ready to travel. I'm not saying you should travel now. You probably shouldn't, as a matter of fact. And some of you actually can't. But when you're ready to travel, whenever that may be, next week, next month, next year, I'm here to help. You can find me on Apple Podcasts. Find the show on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Play, all those fun podcast-type places. Go there, find the Magic on a Dollar podcast, listen, download, subscribe. And, of course, find me online, Facebook, Magic on a Dollar, and Disney on a dollar. Find me on Instagram, on uh, Twitter, and on TikTok. That's right, Magic on a Dollar. Still looking for for more followers on TikTok as I as I kind of get my groove going there because you know TikTok's kind of a different animal and it kind of reminds me now of Facebook, where Facebook about 10, 15 years ago was all the young kids and now the old people have taken over. Kind of the same thing with TikTok. I imagine the Gen Z people and even whatever generations after that is probably going to come up and try to find something new because all the old people are hitting TikTok. That's just the way it works. We let you guys, let you kids discover stuff and we come over and take it over. Uh, thanks for joining us on this show. The, the teaser, episode 101. I will tell you this. I'm not going to give you much more information than this, but I am starting a brand new podcast. Brand spanking new. New name. New podcast, Magic on a Dollar, will not be Magic on a Dollar anymore. It will be something different that will come starting episode 101. That's all I'm going to give you for now. Next week, I'll give you some more information. If you talk to me, you probably know what's going on. If you listen to the Deucecast Movie Show, you might hear a little bit more. That's my movie podcast that comes out every Wednesday. And this past week, we had my good friend Jennifer Kaufman and my good friend Jennifer Novotny upon a star Jen on. We talked a little bit about the new project coming up. So that's on that podcast. But uh, thank you for listening to this podcast. You guys have a great week. Have a great time. Be safe, be healthy, wash your hands, and don't forget to thank a first responder, thank those on the front lines, and then thank a Phoenician. Thanks for listening. Continue the conversation by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Magic on a Dollar, Facebook at Disney on a Dollar, and of course, magiconadollar.com. See you real soon.